Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network. It is Big 12 football and beyond. We're going to take a look around the league and maybe get into some talk about what are the chances of TCU remaining unbeaten. I think it's going to be a challenge, but certainly if you're looking at the teams based on resume alone, not going to tell you that they're the best team in the country on film, but TCU and Tennessee have the best resumes thus far in college football. Uh, they're in uh, good shape there. So they charged back from an 18-point second quarter deficit to beat Kansas State. Uh, I admit in watching the game, uh, it was a lot to do with the, the absence of Adrian Martinez. So it's the second straight week that TCU's come back, which means the offense clicks it in and picks up the, uh, the slack but the defense comes up with some key stops. Now, again, Oklahoma State was a game in which they were really effective, getting three three and outs, you know, creating a turnover late against Kansas State. Creating the turnovers is a little bit more understandable since they can't really throw the football, particularly uh, not having Adrian Martinez, um, you know, uh, and Will Howard, the backup, left the game with injuries. So uh, it's a, it's it's really a positive sign, at least what TCU is doing. We'll see if they can continue it. Baylor, um, they've been using running backs by committee. Richard Reese was um, big in this game, no doubt about it. Uh, Texas Tech road pass West Virginia. You kind of could see that coming off of a big win. Yeah, you, you, you think what the team was the week before. You've got to understand some of the mindsets. Uh, you could see that coming from a mile away, just like I thought the upset over Baylor was coming. So uh, a lot of thoughts there. Let's kind of take a look at team by team as we like to do. Uh, around the conference. A reminder, you can get even more detailed film room breakdowns on all the teams in the Big 12, all the teams and all the conferences over at LandryFootball.com. So take advantage of the football season sale. Uh, you get college football, you get the NFL, you get all of it at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you take advantage of it today. Also, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. So again, TCU, uh, I would submit that they deserve to be on resume alone uh, right up there with Tennessee. I think as you're looking at Tennessee and you're seeing certainly a bigger win by Tennessee over Alabama, but I think TCU has played a really uh, some really good teams because of the balance in the Big 12. Now listen, Oklahoma's not the type of win that you would normally expect. Kansas, again, was a little bit of a team that um, was not as good as TCU, but were playing and were, were hot. Oklahoma State was a big win. Kansas State's a big win. Now they go to West Virginia, Texas Tech, um, Texas, Baylor, and Iowa State. Look, one of those teams can trip them up. But if they go unbeaten, they will deserve a spot in the playoffs as an unbeaten team with the balance of that schedule. Regardless what happens, I think they're in really good shape. In fact, I think TCU on film looks a little better than Clemson. Um, and we'll see how Clemson continues to progress. Clemson doesn't have nearly the strength of schedule, but TCU's a really good-looking team. Again, they had to come back um, to win another one. Uh, they've had good fortune injury-wise. To be successful at any level, you've got to have some breaks. And the breaks usually start with, positive breaks on the injury side to not have it. Um, but it also is a factor when you get teams that have some injuries. And there's no question that they've had 
a couple of teams that they placed that didn't have injuries. I, do I think TCU is as good as Georgia? I do not. Do I think they're as good as Alabama? I do not. Uh, even with Alabama's flaws, I think that they are a good team, but I don't think they're – I do. They're, are they as good as Ohio State? I, I do not. But I think they're really good, and I think they're, they're, they're playing with a lot of confidence. They've had some breaks. But, um, look, they're 7-0, and and they're just moseying along. And, again, unbeaten TCU deserves a lot of respect in terms of playoff conversation. Oklahoma State bounced back from their loss to said TCU. Double digits down to Texas. Mike Gundy is now 5-1 and one straight up as a home underdog since 2016. They're an underdog. They're at home. Look out. They're really, really good. Spencer Sanders is a – is a guy that um, certainly you can count on in a tough moment to play well. Uh, game on the line. He's got a bum shoulder. The defense can, you know, not they're not great, but they're making key stops when they need it. Um, aided a little bit by Texas. We'll get into more when we go into Texas. But Texas, with the lead, not running the football, was a little uh, confusing to me. Uh, look, Oklahoma State is right there with TCU. The, the games matter. The wins and the losses matter. And TCU won it. Oklahoma, the film in that game clearly looked like Oklahoma State might have been the more complete team. But they didn't get it done. And so we'll see how this plays out the rest of the way. Uh, Oklahoma State, like TCU, is making key plays defensively when they have to. They're just really good offensively. I think TCU is a little bit more explosive offensively, frankly. So we'll see. Obviously, it's going to be an interesting game as Oklahoma State goes to Manhattan to play. And we'll, we'll kind of see what happens um, in this matchup and who's healthy for um, K-State. Now, Kansas State themselves, um, they had Jake Rubley, their third-string quarterback. That's a fact. And, and not to take anything away from TCU, but you've got to point these things out that, you know, you, you don't know what happens if Adrian Martinez is in there for four quarters and it's, you know, healthy. You know, I I actually think Kane State probably wins the game. It didn't happen. Uh, it, it wasn't healthy and the result wasn't there. The defense got tired. The offense kept stalling and Kansas State started doing things that they don't normally do. Turn the football over. Um, and then, you know, you, you get the defense get tired and TCU gets scoring drives of 91, 77, and I think 75 yards. Uh, we'll see Kansas State, see if they can bounce back in a big way this week against Oklahoma State. But we're going to have to see about their quarterback situation. Um, you know, um, after Oklahoma State, they got Texas. Uh, they've got a chance here. They've got a chance, but they need to get healthy at quarterback. Texas Tech, this is a really well-coached team and one of the best-coached teams. I mean, look, Lance Leopold gets a lot of credit, and he deserves it. Chris Kleiman gets a lot of credit, and he deserves it. Uh, you know, uh, Sonny Dykes, maybe National Coach of the Year, certainly if they go unbeaten. What a fantastic job. Mike Gundy's done a good job with this team. Uh, Jordan McGuire has done a really good job. You've got some really good coaching jobs being done in the Big 12. And Joey's done a good job with this Texas Tech team. Baron Morton looks like a, a outstanding quarterback for them. 
Uh, seems like they've exceeded expectations. Their defense is looking better and better. Um, look, you don't see a lot of blowouts in the league, but Texas Tech destroyed West Virginia. Um, and the defense allowed less than three yards of carry. They picked off three passes. They did a good job jumping routes. Uh, we're going to see them uh, with Baylor coming to Lubbock. This is a different Baylor team at home or on the road. This will be an, another interesting challenge, but really impressed with what Texas Tech has done. Texas, um, a lot of people were buying in. And, and look, let me just say this. Everyone's going to jump on Texas because they have this, they're back, the braggadocious way. And, and they look, they deserve it in the world of fandom. In the world of non-fandom evaluations, which I live in, I see some improvements in the team overall, but I see some setbacks. Last week was a setback. Offensively, what were they doing? Up 14, they seemed to abandon the run game. Quinn Ewers was throwing the football places that I'm not quite sure where he was throwing it, why he was throwing it. Worst game of the year. And look, you give a lot of credit to Oklahoma State, but it was some unforced errors there too. Um, look, look, they have had fourth quarter leads. The inability to finish and to play smart football is killing them. You're seeing the potential is there to be maybe the team to beat, one of the teams to beat in the Big 12. Got to get over that hump. There are different ways why they're losing. Um, but, you know, you, you score 31 points in the first half. Just add a field goal in the final 30 minutes. I mean, where's the offense? You got, you know, you fall, you know, 41-34. I mean, you, you can't have that. You, you know, you've got obviously teams making adjustments on them, and you're not doing a really good job of being able to sustain your offense. Look, you don't need a whole lot of points. I mean, you just need 14 points, and you win this game. In fact, if you run the football and you shorten the game, you probably don't need that. They probably don't get 41 points on the other side. But Quinn Ewers is just 19 of 49. Did have a couple of touchdowns, but three picks. That's why you lose the game. The mistakes, um, just that there's a lot of things that need to be cleaned up. And I thought they took a step back offensively. I think defensively for stretches, they've looked pretty good. But again, the consistency is not there. That's what they've got to work on. All is not doom and gloom in Austin. They've just got some work to do. Baylor bounced back after a loss to West Virginia, beat Kansas. I thought this was going to be a tough one for Kansas. Richard Reese, as we mentioned, had a big game, 186 rushing yards. Blake Chapin was also back in, in the uh, in the game with uh, leaving the West Virginia game with an injury, and that was a big part of why they weren't having success in Morgantown. But we'll, we'll that be that as it may. That's uh, That's all part of it. Um, if you watch Baylor, you, you see this team on film that you look at it and you say, well, Chris, my goodness, look at the record. They're losing. Yes. But this is where the film shows you they're close. Now, they're not close to, to competing for anything this year. They're out of the Big 12 race, but they're pretty close to being a good team. Um, they look like they were able They got a 28-3 lead. At the half, they played very well in the first half, kind of took control of the game early. They did allow Kansas back in the game. Kansas cut it to 28-23, but then Baylor was able to finish with a punch and work in the run. And again, some of what I, I see in the 
Kansas making adjustments and Baylor slow to adjust. Eventually, they were able to figure it out and finish. They've got to avoid mistakes. And again, that's maybe the difference between Baylor's game against Kansas and Texas's game against Oklahoma State is the mistakes were there as opposed to not for Baylor. Oklahoma was on a bye week. Um, we'll see kind of where they are. They're, they're with Dylan Gabriel, a team that can score a bunch of points and they're going to be more competitive. We'll see if they can hold down this Iowa State team that doesn't have much of an offense but can pound the football and keep the ball away from you. So Oklahoma's going to have to find a way to get some points here because they can only win with their offense. Kansas has now dropped three in a row. <clears throat> Hope for this program's sake they can go to a bowl game. I think they've still got a shot. I think I know they got a shot. I think they'll get there. Uh, but it's um, I think they're playing so well, and they're overcoming adversity when they have injuries. They, they're they not. They, well, we're Kansas again. This is what we truly are. No, they they really are well coached. They really do play tough. Um, you know, um, it, it's just it's one of those things that you look at and say, hey, this this Kansas program is taking a huge step. It'll be interesting to see if they can keep Lance for another year with uh, some openings uh, that people are going to certainly look at. Um, West Virginia, you know, it's a, you know, you can talk about the nice win at home against Baylor. We predicted it over at LandryFootball.com. We, we thought that was going to happen. But they, they didn't even show up against Texas Tech. And this is an indictment on the coaching staff, getting them ready to play, getting them focused. Um, they're probably not going to go bowling now. It's a rough season. Several close losses that really kind of point out some flaws in coaching. Um, They've got some tough decisions to make because the future of the program, um, you know, I'm not quite sure that, that that's as good of a fit as some of us thought it was going to be. Recruiting is okay. It is tough to recruit there considering where they're playing in the Big 12, but they're not very well coached, to be quite honest with you. Iowa State, program that has been uh, uh, typically well coached. They didn't play this past week. They had a bye week. So I'm trying to figure out what they're going to be able to come out with after bye week. Uh, they welcome in the Oklahoma Sooners, as we mentioned. We'll see if they can find some answers with their offense. Um, the defense has been really good. It's kept them in all of their games. But you, know, you could see this Iowa State team 3-1 and one if they had some semblance of offense. It's amazing that it's a similar storyline to what's happening uh, just down the road. Um, in Iowa City, where they don't have any offense. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But this has been a kind of a lost year. And, again, rebuilding programs, developmental programs that are rebuilding, they take a big hit. Hey, uh, a reminder to check out LandryFootball.com for more detailed film room breakdowns, not only in the Big 12, but all the conferences around the country, as well as the, the entire end of the college football nationally, the NFL as well. We've got it all for you. So make sure that you – Check it out today. Also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. Uh, we appreciate you joining us, and we look forward to talking with you next time. So long, everybody.